even better. Even better. Never gets worse. Nice. Sarcastic or not. You go so you do. I do. Thank you. I don't know if you're I don't know if you were joking or not. How long does it take for your hair to grow? Like forty five minutes. Thirty minutes, I don't know. About there. Depends. Depends on how well I dry it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know, this is, we're talking about stars today. Um, did you know that Melshi is the one that saves Jin at the beginning of Rogue One? Yeah, he's like, um. You want to get out of here? Of yeah. I forgot that. I didn't, I didn't remember that he was the one that saved her. Okay, now that we're talking about Melshi and Rogue One, and it kind of continues our conversation from yesterday or whatever. It last episode. Yeah, last episode. original cut of Rogue One with J.R.S. Edwards, I think Melshi is supposed to be an important member of the team because um, it's one of the first promotional images. Of like Melshi with the team? Yes. Um, I'm going to pull it up right now. I, I mean, he's kind of an important part of it. But, um, I mean, he kind of plays an important part. I mean, he's the one that flips the master switch. Or he isn't the one that flips it, but he is like the one that like sort of gets the information for it and tells them where it is. Yes, right here. Right somewhere. Um, here it is. He's in the back left. Oh, is it where he's looking down? Yeah, I don't know, but after seeing it, it gets me more excited. I really want to rewatch Rogue One after. Yeah. I think Rogue One is going to be a better rewatch now with Andor. I think it's going to yeah. be a, like it already was a great rewatch, but I think it's going to like add a lot more to it. Yeah, um, I think season two of Andor is going to have more of that Star Wars feel that people are complaining about because I think it's going to connect more to the the Force trilogy. I'm fine if it doesn't. Yeah, me too. But I think we're going to see a lot more of it. Yeah. All right, well, um, so last week we ranked all of the MCU because Phase 4 got done. Luckily, Star Wars doesn't do anything disgusting like that where they say we're going to do phases and then announce 50 projects. So luckily we just get them whenever they release them. Although but, they, they will announce Project Jedi. unfortunate but you know i'd rather do that instead of get a movie that was rushed because they announced it yeah i'd rather get that i'd rather them cancel a movie so but yeah so we created a list of uh 20 things for all of our star wars rankings this is movies and shows not including rebels and resistance and like the lego movie yeah most stuff that like affects star wars canon 
with the inclusion of visions just because well and you do too for a couple episodes mostly one yeah i think two of them but so yeah we have 20 things i don't know what your list is but i think i know we i know what your last spot is because we talked about it before because we're trying to figure out make sure we had the right things yeah so we'll start with number 20 because your, your 20 ties into number one yes so number 20 we, uh, we both know it the clone wars movie yeah that movie sucks it's pretty bad um i mean like it was supposed it, it feels like tv because it's like the first however many episodes condensed into a movie well also the animation sucks it's pretty bad like it's like the first like 3d animated thing like of all time i want to say that was like a whole like 3d like cg model like movie so like it doesn't hold up that well and even the early seasons of the clone wars don't hold up at all because of the animation no it's like the first stuff of vfx and like the late early to mid, like late 90s where you start seeing more vfx and yeah yeah but this is in like the mid 2000s but think about like where we are now. The animation is far better now, thank God. Um, I remember I remember Drew taking us to see this, and we were so excited when we left, and we were just like, "It was a movie." What happened? I mean, we were like, I liked the Asajj Ventress stuff. I don't know. I I can't remember like anything outside the Battle of Yavin. Uh it was about Jabba's son. Yeah, Yoda the Hutt. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't think they did anything with that, so I don't know if that dude is still alive. That would have been a fun way for them to tie it back into with Book of Boba Fett if Rhoda the Hutt was like challenging his claim to like Tatooine. Yeah, but I think Rhoda the Hutt would only be fifteen at the time. Yeah. But like the Hutt's Jabba's like nine hundred by the time he's yeah, so I mean, he's a little teenager hut. He's a little like rebellious hut. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they didn't really utilize Cad Bane that much or the uh, the Pikes. Okay, so he's around sixteen hundred by the time he's like fifteen. It's not like they introduced Cad Bane to the second to last episode. <laughs> so, but yeah, twentieth, the Clone Wars movie. I don't have a ton to say about it. It doesn't really. I mean. It creates the Clone Wars show, which is much higher, infinitely higher on the list. But the movie, yeah. It, I thank God for the movie, though, because if we didn't get it, we wouldn't have got the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. You get, that's what you got to hand it, like, Joel. Like, if people didn't like it, he just, he was like, okay, I'm not going to say anything. Let's go. He just doubled that's down true. and made more of it. That's true. That's well, he knew that. I would say he knew that it was for kids, so. Yeah, and like it's like the Phantom Menace, like in today's world, Disney would have like freaked out and canceled the prequel trilogy because they're like, oh my god, they don't like it. And Joel's like, no, they're not gonna like it. Like another one, like they're probably gonna like that one. Yeah, he did that three more times. Yeah, so well, I, I agree to a certain extent. Again, people who saw it when it came out did not think so. So, anyway, I'm just hoping that kids, uh, that kids, that's how the sequel trilogy think the same when the sequels get older. But I don't think that's gonna be the case. Fair enough. 
Um, number 19. What did you have? I have The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I didn't want to, like, do it that dirty. I mean, like, I'm not saying do it dirty because it's not a great Star Wars movie, but there are qualities in the movie that I like. Like, I think the whole concept of the dyads and the Force, and um, I think Ray and Kylo Ren's story is good. Unfortunately, Kylo Ren's last line is, ouch. And then that's, like, his last line ever in Star Wars, so. Is that your number 19? Because I had it on the top of my list. Mine's Attack of the Clones. I have that a little bit higher. Um, eh, it's kind of corny and dumb, in my opinion. So, okay, I feel like I have to, like, clarify. Because there are going to be some things on this list that you probably don't like. I am doing this based on my enjoyability factor. Like, just, like, how I see. Because there are, like, things that are objectively better than other things on this list. Yeah, that's what I factored into mine as well, too. Like, like this last week, it's, like, what I enjoyed. Yeah. And I mean, Iron Man 3 cracked the top ten last week, because I love Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell you what. I, when I first watched Rise of Skywalker, I was like, okay, this is fun. I liked it. I watched it again, I'm like, I don't like a whole lot about it. There are a few things I really like. The Dyad and the Force, very interesting. Very, very interesting. I cannot tell you how much I hate Palpatine in this movie. I would agree, but I enjoyed it just because I could re- – I mean, I hate saying it, but I just turned my brain off. Like, it was like the Black Adam of Star Wars movies. That's probably the most accurate description of that movie I've ever heard. Like, it was really just there. It was. It's, like, it's dumb. It doesn't make – the more you sit and think about it, the more it doesn't make any sense. It was uncomfortable to watch the big three on screen together because all they would do is argue with each other and not in, like, a fun way like the original trilogy because I just watched A New Hope last night with my girlfriend. And, like, I was watching, like, this is fun. Like, the banter between them is fun. But, like, in The Rise of Skywalker, it's just, like – Angry. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is, like – they actually hate angry. each other. I'm like, this is not, and I know what they were trying to do with Jedi Knight, and like, it's two pot, and like, it's so sad that she passed away. But like, cobbling together like unused footage, it just, it felt like video game dialogue at points, and it's just tough because like, they're in a tough spot. What do you do with her? You kill her off screen like Chadwick Boseman, and after seeing Wakanda forever, I think that's just like she has yeah. passed away off screen before the movie started and they well, did a that time jump yes so like it picks up immediately after the last jedi you could have done somewhere exactly. she passed away or something like if you had started the movie with like and I'm, I'm looking back to wakanda forever which i really love the wakanda forever now that i think about it movie's great um if you had started the movie with Princess Leia dying, it would have been it's just like it's she dies in the movie and she dies in such a weird way and you're like What? As she just, as she just died calling out to Ben. <laughs> okay, whatever. But, but yeah. I so yeah, Attack of the Clones is nineteen for me, but it's just a dumb movie. The only thing that really carries it in my opinion is uh, Christopher Lee and uh, Ewan McGregor. Those are, like, the only two things. And uh, Tamora Morrison. Those are the only things that, like, carry it. But it's a long movie, dude. It Holy is a long God. movie. It is a long movie, and it is boring. 
Um, like I cannot turn as, my brain off in that. I cannot turn my brain off in that movie. It's not as boring as other movies on this list. I think there are other movies that are more boring. I don't um, know. I think Attack of the Clones is pretty dull in my opinion. I think it's fun. I I like I love all of these movies, but it's just like ugh. I have it ranked a little higher on this list. Um I'll talk well, so about my, it after this. My number eighteen is The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. It really was it really was a coin toss between that and uh Attack of the Clones. Um I think with The Rise of Skywalker, um the things that really carry it for me are the opening of the movie, I mean, like, as dumb as it is that Palpatine returns, I, the opening is pretty sick with uh, Kylo Ren going to Exegol. Yeah, that is, again, it, it, I don't, yeah. It felt like they have moments of, like, it's, yeah. Just because they're trying to do so much, but, like, Exegol is such a cool planet that I would love to see it revisited at some point. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to say more. Oh, sorry. It's such a cool. I just I, I don't like how they handled the villains. I don't like how they handled Snoke. I don't like how they handled Kylo. I don't like how they handled Palpatine. It's just like, but Exegol itself is a very interesting planet. It is, yeah. I mean, the everybody's biggest issue is that like they brought Palpatine back and then they just didn't explain it. Like you could bring him back, but you have to explain it in a better way, I guess. Um, or just don't bring him back at all and just leave it as Kylo Ren. So, I don't know. I, I don't disagree. It, it is frustrating that... Because if we didn't get the trailer with Palpatine returning, and we read the opening crawl and it's Palpatine, it turns out I'd have been like, what the... F-? Well, the fact that they did the whole, like, he broadcasted a speech and they did it in Minecraft? No, Fortnite. Oh, Minecraft, okay. The fact that they did it in Fortnite. See, that's how little I... Like, that once that speech was so cool. Imagine that's how the movie ends. It should have been that way. Like the movie starts and you're like on this planet, and all of a sudden, like you see these planets of like people just living above it, and you imagine like how it's gonna end, and like how it's gonna end, and he announced this message. I would have been, I would have bought way more into it if that's how they started that movie. Well, I think also this is, I think the rise of Skywalker is the most corporate like disney interfered star wars project ever and i think you can tell that like pretty easily like it's the rise of skywalker is the most reactionary movie of all time so yeah because people like because it's just and they were very loud about it and they let people know by not going to see solo which isn't even solo's fault well i wouldn't even like say that's like i mean yes the last Jedi is a classic but also we have to consider the fact that infinity war or was it infinity war or endgame that came out with solo it was infinite no it was infinity war i was still in high school yes because infinity war came out a month apart so you have in the span of six and deadpool 2 came out a week prior like solo was just we'll get to solo when we get to it but like that movie was set up to fail and bob Iger himself was like i don't have a reason to make this movie they should have pushed it back like two months yeah he said himself in like his book he was like, I pushed Solo to be a, an earlier release to get back in there because it's a Star Wars thing. But like, he's he's like, I should have kept it in December, when whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, December Star Wars movies are fun, but honestly, I kind of hate the cold. So like, they should start releasing them in the summer. 
like it's because like it, like I don't know. I like sitting in college. Like I'm, I know that I'm going home to see a Star Wars movie or like in high school, like, I knew I'd be going to see a Star Wars movie or something like that. And like I just like I think it's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see any of the. S- you didn't get to see any of the like Thursday night premieres until Solo and Rise of Skywalker. I, on the other hand, got to see all of them. But yeah, uh, that was my number eighteen. Was the Rise of Skywalker? What was yours? My number eighteen is the Phantom Menace. Mine is number seventeen. Um, so I guess we're even just going off that. Um, the Phantom Menace has like one of my favorite Jedi of all time in Qui Gon Jinn. That was my favorite villain in Star Wars. Exactly, and it is the Sheath Palpatine. It has I meant Darth Maul. It has Darth Maul. It has a, a few very cool sequences, but this movie, like this yeah, movie, that, is bo- 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 like when you say Attack of the Clones is boring, Attack of the Clones has got a lot of fun sequences, but like this movie is like boring. Bro, I yeah, I know it's boring, but dude, this one has fun scenes too, in my opinion. The pod race is pretty awesome. Dude, you got these, <laughs> you got these space <laughs> people wearing like these goofy masks and everything, and they're shooting these jank ass rifles at these kids flying speeders on a race. Like, it's hilarious to me. Yeah, I just love how like the cartoons like, mm, we do, we've crafted this today. Let's shoot at everybody with our rifles. It's hilarious. I mean, I think the I. Another thing about this that stands out, though, that upped my enjoyment for The Phantom Menace over Attack of the Clones is the score. I think the score in The Phantom Menace is better than the one Attack of the Clones. I think the music that plays with, uh, obviously, Duel of the Fates, bodies, but then, like, the music that plays in the Boo Boo classic, um, Qui-Gon's theme when he dies, and then his funeral, like, I think there's a better score crafted with the Phantom Menace than there is in Attack of the Clones, in my opinion. Yeah, the only I guess like when you talk about stuff, I'm trying to think of like the only thing that stands out to me in the um the Attack of the Clones score is the it's like da 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 like when they play like an Obi Wan and like Qui or Count Dooku theme. Oh, it's not even that for me. It's uh uh Padme and Anakin. It's oh, their yeah, Padme theme. And Anakin. Well, I don't know what that one's called. Um, across the stars. I think that one's the one that stands out, but that's the only memorable score for that. But I think the Phantom Menace just overall has a better one, which I it's like that's one of the reasons why I think it's better. And I also I don't know I love the Trade Federation in this. Like I think it's the whole movie's goofy. But no 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 I say I love the Trade Federation. I know it's racist and everything, and I know it's just like absolutely not appropriate. But I think it's funny. I say I like the Trade Federation because I like the like the battle droids and their conversations with like Qui Gon and that stuff. Like, where are you taking these prisoners? <laughs> and then yeah. they're like trying to like tell them they're going to Coruscant. And it's like, yeah. Um, the battle droids actually aren't that stupid in this movie. No, I know, which is like one of the things that I enjoy because they get just absolutely moronic in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I'm not right. And maybe it's because they're mass-producing them. I don't know. But, um, yeah, man, this movie's boring. Um, I still love it. Like, I love all of these movies. They're mm-hmm. just, like, family members. Some of them I don't really like. But if you love them, stay the same. 
there's just like i don't know there's little things in this that i enjoy more like the blockade like fight and everything that's fun but i mean yeah it is it's definitely like bottom of the barrel star wars um so yeah your number 18 is phantom menace no my number 17 is phantom menace 18 is rise of skywalker have visions at number 17 no i mean you only saw like four episodes three episodes it just wasn't for me i love the duels i love the others what everything else i watch and i respect people who like this that's fine we all just i know you love you go crazy for visions i just don't i just don't well, there are things that i enjoy watching and others i don't mine's not incredibly higher but i think um I it, like visions does have some low lows at points, but I think it's high highs. The story, in my opinion, is far more interesting. Like the high highs, when I'm talking, the duel, the elder, village bride, the ninth Jedi, and um, bits of Wop and Ocho. Cause I really like that one. I don't really like the twins. That's like the most anime one, and I don't like that. Um, Tatooine Rhapsody is dumb in my opinion i don't remember what the last one's called and then the one with the, like b2 bmo or something i don't know that one's dumb these are eight one in well there's one where it's like a little like robot boy that's like pinocchio kind of that's like eh, in my opinion i don't remember what the ninth one is there's a ninth one that is slipping from me i remember seeing that one i thought that was going to be cool but then i heard everybody hate it so i didn't watch it it was all right. It was, I mean, it was kind of like a Pinocchio style story. It wasn't dumb, but it just wasn't my favorite. But I mean, like the peak visions, in my opinion, was way more interesting than like a lot of Star Wars, in my opinion. Like the Elder, that's really interesting. The Duel, yeah. that's very interesting. And even the Village Bride, when it talks about like the Force, like in the planet, and like how a whole uh, township, like a whole community of people worship it. And they're not even Jedi. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. So I think like the peaks, in my opinion, are better than most of stars. But I can't say you're wrong for thinking it's that bad because there are some pretty low lows during the series. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, there's some stuff I really like. I just I just watch stuff and I'm like, this doesn't doesn't get me. Yeah. I figured it was gonna be low on your list. All right, so number 16. What's your, what was your 17? Oh, yeah, yours was Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. Yeah. All right, You're 16. Off. You want to go? I'm going to go Obi-Wan. Really? You have it that low? I mean, when I'm starting to look at the rest of the list, I'm like, well, I, I can't put it above. Because uh, there's two episodes in Book of Boba Fett that carry. Yeah, there's one, and Obi-Wan really carries it. That being the last episode. Yeah. Um, so, Obi-Wan's at number 16 for me. I, you'll can, you can say yours in a minute, but I want to just say my bit. Obi-Wan is so low because five of the episodes, in my opinion, were just dull. And this really just should have been a movie. The weekly release was dumb, in my opinion. I don't think there's any interesting dialogue. Obi-Wan is my 15. Okay. I just think... Everything outside of Obi-Wan and Darth Vader was dumb. It just, and okay, outside, everything outside of exclusively Leia 
because Reva's stuff with her was just boring, in my opinion. Everything outside of Bale, Leia, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, and Bale's only in it because I love Bale, is dumb. Yeah, there's these plots that we're not, you know, I don't even know if we've talked about them. I think we've talked about Kree Charlie, but we don't talk about it on the pod because we don't really want to spoil that much. Have you? No, not episode, but we've talked about it on the But we did. We ignored it. We ignored it. We, ignored we said it was going to be the best. <laughs> we did, and we ignored it even after Star Wars. I'm like, oh, Leia's in it. Well, she won't be in it forever. She was in it forever. She should not have been in it as long as she was. Reva, I don't know, and I'm not here to. Um, and be, is, is Bale of Armor? Is that who plays? No, mm. Bale of Armor is um. Moses Ingram. That's her name. Oh yeah, yeah. She's a fine okay. actress. She's a fine actress, and people who like lobby hated her because because of her race. You're a moment, and you're an idiot, and you're a terrible human being. I have no issue with it. I just think her character did not need to be in as much as she was. No, it didn't. I think all of the Inquisitors honestly didn't need to be in it. No. Maybe the grand maybe the Grand Inquisitor because he finds Obi Wan, but then like that's it because Vader, Anakin has enough like reason to go after Obi-Wan. It should have been like a tale of two cities and like the fact that I don't I don't even care about this scene. This inquisitor goes to the Lars homestead and goes after Luke. It was the honestly it's one of the single most botched storytelling moments in all of Star Wars. The fact that we had to pull away for that and then how does like Luke like and then I, I don't understand the story like this happened Obi-Wan shows up, saves them, and Owen and Baru are still mad, or like, Owen is really mad at Ben for that. How would you be mad at him? Well, it's because it's Obi-Wan's fault that they went there. I, I don't know. It's just like, there's so many plots. There's so many you sit here and like, eh, why would it, I just. It's predictable as well. It's a predictable show. It's terrible. Like, this but is like, like, yeah. I'm glad, I, like, I love Hayden Christensen is like one of the single most positive people in Star Wars. I think he deserves this role. Yeah. Um, I love the I love episode six that the fight between the two of them and he's like I am what you name me or something. He's like you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker, I did. Yeah. Like there's like some great dialogue there, and then even in episode three where it has the stuff where Obi Wan's like, "What have you become?" He's like, "I am what you made me." Like, yeah. th- that's some sick stuff, but, dude, they filmed it in, like, someone's backyard or, like, yeah. at one of, like, the oil rigs over in the Middle East or something. Like, they filmed it at the worst locations possible. Yeah. And the score it's, is just nowhere to be found. It's so forgettable. Um, they brought John Williams back just for him to, like, give him nothing to work with. He w- he did one thing. Um, but it's just, I, it really kills me because I remember the I woke up at four in the morning to watch this before work. I didn't do that any other week. I was like, all right, this is Yeah, I don't know. I just it's not for me. But that's my number sixteen. So what's your number sixteen? My number 15. sixteen is Attack of the Clones. Do you want to go into it or not really? fun movie i enjoy it i love like the beginning when they're chasing jaren russell i love 
um, Obi-Wan's detective. I think that Obi-Wan's noir detective's um, side story in this is awesome. His fight with Boba Fett is awesome. Anakin and Padme make me irrationally angry because they have awful dialogue, but that's not either of the, like, pa- um, Natalie Portman or Hayden Christensen's fault. George Lucas can't George write. George Lucas' this fault. He yeah. cannot write. This is nothing new to anybody. Like, this isn't, like, me spreading hate for no reason. Like, something that is not true. Everybody knows he can't write good dialogue. Um, yeah. But I have a fun, I have fond memories of watching it as a kid. Yeah. Christopher Lee. He's great. And so is Tomorrow Wars. He's great as well. Yeah. It is good. Um, That's it. So, you, so you said you're 16 and 15. My number 15 is Book of Boba Fett. Um, it's carried by it's carried by the two episodes of Mando, mm-hmm. and then like that's it. Everything else is just dumb. The beginning, the first episode or two is isn't bad. It is, but it's it's good. I think I think the stuff with uh Boba Fett where he's like looking back at his life with um the Tuscan Raiders, and that whole story with them, it's it's very unique. Because you never see that before. I mean, you're humanizing, like, I was just talking about them, but it's humanizing them, and I didn't think they would ever do that. But it gets weighed down just by the dumb, like, cyberpunk-enhanced people and just, like, dull fight action sequences and just off-paced storytelling. I feel like it was before that. Who was it? I think it was Palpatine who did, like, the Godfather plot. When it did you make Boba Fett like a formidable crime boss? Because they're like, we're here to see the man. I will go check with him. Okay, I will wait out here. No, dude, you're Boba Fett. You took over Jabba the Hutt. You took over the Tatooine crime scene. You walk in. The mayor's going to see you. You're not going to see the mayor. Yeah, I just think, I don't know, I can't rate Book of Boba Fett too much higher because it's just dull. And it was really only carried by... The two episodes with uh, Mando and the, like the Cad Bane reveal, but then like they didn't do a ton with it because they just killed him in the next episode. Which obviously I knew Cad Bane was going to die, but still, they revealed him way too late in the game. Yeah, um, my it's a little higher on my list, but I agree. So that was my fifteen. Uh, so fourteen now. My number fourteen is the Last Jedi. So is mine. Okay, here's my number 14. Your Book of Boba Fett higher? It's one spot higher. Okay. And it's just because of that one episode with Luke and Ahsoka. And like it's like some of the ins- – some of the desert conversations are just like I, – I, Great. I, I love that episode. So like that al- episode alone is the only reason it is this high on my list. And I love I... the Mandalor- Return of the Mandalorian. I love when you get to that end one starfighter and he's flying through the boonting clouds and he's fly- oh my god, it was so good. It was like a whole sorry, we're not even Well it has the Night of a Thousand Tears, which is great as well, and it has like that like ring around the planet as well. Like everything on them is unique, but I will just say this, I don't think any of that beats The Last Jedi because the the parts of The Last Jedi where they're talking about what the force actually is and Luke Skywalker actually being a character like for one of the first times in a while, I think is far better than like any of Star Wars. And if it was just only that for the rest of the movie, I think it's would have been a lot higher on my list. Yeah, no, I agree. 
so yeah, both of both our favorite moments of breaking up. But um, I agree, I love having just somebody I really do not so like to be around. Yeah, I think the jokes in this movie are what weigh it down, and then like everything that's outside of Luke, Ray, Kylo Ren, and Snoke are just it's just uninteresting. It's really just uninteresting. I don't even Poe Dameron's arc, in my opinion, isn't really super engaging. So like, I mean, it's not stupid. I like his character, but it's just kind of there. But it doesn't do anything. He like rewinds, and again, he rewinds. I, dude, John Boyega is the most like. He this is the story I want to see him in. In two of the movies. They made him a great character in the in the Force Awakens. You know, in the first movie, at the at the, be- at the beginning of the last movie, I wanted to see him. Like him picking up the lightsaber in Force Awakens and him like accepting like I'm here to fight. Well, yeah, that's what's yeah. No, I think they redid his character arc in this one. Mm. They 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 completely redid his character arc in the Last Jedi. But I'm not. The Force Awakens they did him justice. They did not do him justice in the, these last two movies. But the thing that. I love about the last Jedi is just everything with the force and it really could have like went way deeper into it. See, it's, and that's the thing. Like it did a few things, right? But it touched on them and you thought we, you thought they're going to dig more into it. They moved away from it. Ah, like just, this is me being a little greedy, but I think it, they could have gone deeper into failure. And I honestly don't even think Yoda show, should have showed up for talking about failure being the greatest teacher have been obi-wan because obi-wan had the greatest failure out of any of the jedi masters yoda both didn't of them could have showed up they both could have but i mean like when you're talking about the greatest teacher failure being obi-wan literally failed the chosen one yeah. so like i think you could have gone deeper into that you could have brought ewan mcgregor back for that i was i honestly thought he was gonna show up you could have brought in hayden christensen as well he's a yeah. college failed te- like you could have brought all like I don't know why they waited for the Rise of Skywalker to have them show up as disembodied voices. I can't pronounce. But, um, it's just, again, like, they, like they, they touch on things, but then they move away from it. Like, dude, I'm going to teach you three lessons. We're only going to show you two, but I'm, t- I'm teaching you three. Like, and they wasted that to go to Canto Bight for stupid sequences with DJ, him, him like, loosening and doing jumps. Like, yeah, Luke too was dead and hammering us over the head with this other crap that, like, you can kind of get third, away. The third lesson is, like, one of my favorite ones, too, and it's where, yes. like, it's that deleted scene. That deleted scene should have stayed in the movie. And it was funny, like, when she bursts in and, like, they all just look at her retarded, and they're like, she's like, and they, like, they shake, and she, like, shakes the lightsaber, and they all start dancing. It's like, this is the humor that I was looking for. Yeah. I think, I love that, too, because, I mean, it's... It puts a, a Ray at a good ultimatum. The deleted scene where Luke says to her, "There's raiders that come uh, once every month to the island and like pillage, and they take whatever they want, basically, uh, against like the the caretakers who live here." And then he says to Ray, "He's like, you shouldn't go because a true Jedi wouldn't like undisturb the balance that's actually happening, like in nature." And then she's like, "No, people are getting hurt. I have to go help." Because that's yeah. what you should do. Yeah. Um, and then when she shows up, obviously there's just like a big party happening. But that's like far more interesting than anything that was happening with um, Canto Bite or with uh, whatever the other thing was um, on the ship with the more advanced character. 
I don't remember. But it should have been Finn's call that made it happen, and they should have all thought like Finn should not have. Like, no, it should have been something in Finn, like for him being a stormtrooper. It should have been like exactly. some like microchip in Finn, yeah. where he has to come back. So because those those escape pods were going at light speed, so like just pack a bunch of people in there and then just jet. It's just it doesn't make sense to me. So and Kelly I just Train gets too much airtime. Yeah, she does. But I, th- I, I think the Last Jedi is great just because of like the character arcs. They should have either committed to um, keeping Snoke dead, which obviously it's not Ryan Johnson's fault, but they should have either done that or they should have had Ray turn to the dark side and Kylo Ren flip to the light. That would have been wild. Or if you want to keep both of them on the dark and you don't kill Luke in this one. And then you do in the last one or something. I don't know. You could create a story around that. I don't. Yeah, I think the biggest issue is super crazy. They didn't have Han, Leia, and Luke are the same age. That was just. That doesn't bother me, honestly, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, you have all the actors alive and you can use them. I, I'm gonna be honest. That's not something I was dying for because I wasn't alive when they were, like. In the when I wasn't, I didn't see the uh-huh. movies when I was young. I wasn't young when I saw the movies, so I'm not gonna sit there and be like. Oh, it's a wasted opportunity. It's like, well, I'll just go back and rewatch the old ones then. Like, this isn't their story, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Because each trilogy is another person's story, so. We have dwelled on this like five shut up long enough. Yeah. Um, like, Dean, I said Book of Boba Fett, and we're done. Yeah. Uh, mine is Visions. And okay. I was talking about it earlier. Um, I'll just reiterate on some of it, though. I think the high highs are like what makes this so good. Because I love, I love the duel. I love the village bride. I love the ninth Jedi. The ninth Jedi is a great twist, in my opinion. Um, and I think the elder is phenomenal as well. I, I love all of it. I have to, I have to rewatch Lava and Ocho, and I'll probably rewatch a couple other episodes here. But I don't know. I think it's refreshing, just because it's anthology stories that they they take risks and they do things finally that like you've never seen in Star Wars. I think the lightsaber umbrella is, like, one of the most creative things Star Wars has done in, like, a while. Outside of, like, the Ring of Caffrain and uh, Kylo Ren, like, stopping uh, the blaster with the Force. Like, you can just do, add unique and creative things to, like, the lore just to make it more fun and interesting. Like, I remember when I first saw the lightsaber, I was like, this is dumb. But then I'm like, who cares? It's fun. Now, if they don't, like, start overpopulating with, like, a bunch of dumb stuff, then... I think the fact that the lightsaber umbrella exists in Visions is okay. If it showed up in live action, I'd be like, yes, this has got to stop. Yeah, live action would be goofy, but I think it, even in animation, like if it showed up in like a Clone Wars-esque style thing yeah. where it's like, even if it showed up during uh, like the High Republic or something, like, and you have a non-lightsaber, non-lightsaber, non-force user using it, I mean, that would be fun because obviously they don't know how to control a lightsaber and they just have it spinning because it's like, that requires no skill a skill issue but i i think visions is fun so that's my number 13 though number 12 i have the bad batch i do as well okay i i like it i really I love, love it. like new epic yeah no honestly like i was thinking about like honestly like the top 14 a lot of these can switch around yeah, I mean, like, so I'm not on it 
day where I enjoyed The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi could maybe be number 10 one of these days that I'm enjoying it. So, yeah, it's just one of these days that I'm not enjoying it. Um, Bad Batch, though, is fun. It's Adventure of the Week stuff. It's got some really fun stuff I love. Um, it's I kind of got to see where season two goes for me to like if it's going to go higher. I don't think it's going to go any lower on my list, to be honest with you. I can't um, imagine that it does. They're just not a not a ton happened. Like there were some great episodes. The first episode is phenomenal. Yeah. Um. The, the episode. Awesome. The last four awesome. The episode where um. Uh. Well, Rex shows up. Yeah, yeah. and then the Cad the Cad Bane episodes, but then also the Ryloth episodes with the uh, uh, like espionage that's going on there. Dude, that was, like, really, really sick, where they kill on free time. They're like, you just killed him. Like, what are you talking about? We did not just kill him. It's a it's a really fun show. It's a very fun show. Again, something you can just show up, turn on, turn your brain off, enjoy, have a great time, and go about your day. Yeah. I'm excited. Season 2 will be fun because, I mean, we see Palpatine. We get to find out what they're doing with Omega. Cody's finally coming back. Yeah. So, like, I think the show's going to climb. I, I do. I think it has the potential to. I mean, they're setting themselves up for the potential to do it. Now, granted, I'm still waiting for them to release another trailer. Like, I hope that we get to see one more and, like, I get a better idea of what's going to happen. So, but well, I can see this I show bet. going on for another, like, maybe two more seasons max. I bet we'll get one within the next year. Oh, oh I would be surprised if we didn't. Yeah, because it's released but, at the end of the month, I think. Yeah, it's, like, a month from, like, Friday, so... We'd probably get a trailer then, honestly. Yeah, you're right. But it's it's setting itself up for success, which is a good thing. Yeah. And I'm honestly everything I want to see and more just this year, you know? Yeah. Just because it's been so good. Hasn't missed much, so. Uh, number 11. I have The Force Awakens. Bro, L. Mm, Mine is way higher up. I know it's really high. I know it's really high for me. It fell a lot. The more that I like consider like the sequel trilogy, that makes me so mad that you hold it to that. Oh, okay, but again, like I well, I made this list. I'm like, what am I gonna go want to watch, and then make me like want to watch more? I watched The Force Awakens. I'm like, I could just look at this alone in a vacuum. I love it. It's fun. Does it take a lot from me? No, I think you're gonna say yes. Great, give it a pass. Maybe they get asses, asses in the seats. This is how you're going to do it. Fine. Let's move on. It's just the, how they didn't have a plan. It just takes me away from it. I will say, the one thing that gets me to cry in Star Wars, the first thing that I ever cried to when I started watching it, they pulled that lightsaber out of my hand. I don't know what it was about it. The it's music great. setting in, her grabbing the lightsaber, I just, like, the waterworks started going. I'm like, this is powerful. Yeah. My number 11 is Return of the Jedi. Um, Mine's episode 9. I, I think Return of the Jedi is the weakest of the three of the original trilogy. I like it. It's fun. But I mean, like, you look at where the movie starts and you look at where it ends. It's like two completely different movies. Yeah, the beginning of Return of the Jedi didn't necessarily need to happen on screen. I mean, it did because they had to bring Han Solo back. Yeah, but then they made him Han Solo. So... It happened. I think it's fun, though. I like Return of the Jedi. I don't have any issue with it. And, like, it's a good ending, I guess, some people say. But, I mean, when, you, like, they've started expanding in the world of Star Wars and, like, 
if you look at how big the empire actually is like it's not just like like the empire is like a like it's a it's a government it's a government that exists so it's like yeah we blew up one of their weapons the government still exists like you didn't just like completely rid it yeah but like i didn't directly george lucas it because he seemed to dork about what good and bad was good to them I know, and I get that. I totally understand. But, like, you can still keep the story going. Like, I don't know. I don't think it needs to, like, just end there. So, I mean, if you want to keep it like that, one of the things that makes Andor so interesting is because Andor, like, it walks that gray line of, like, yeah, they're good. But, I mean, what they're doing isn't necessarily the greatest thing most of the time. So, I mean, dang, it's I, I don't know. I just think Return of the Jedi is not that strong, in my opinion, and little teddy bears defeating stormtroopers is, I mean, pretty corny, in my opinion. It's so. really cheesy. Hey. Cinnamon Wookiees, whatever. You know what? Whatever. Yeah, I mean, this if we're doing it like you say, based off of my enjoyment, That's fine. Then... And, I, and you know, I respect that. That's fine. Uh, my number 10, I have Solo also have solo <laughs> yeah i feel like i i don't know Solo's a great movie it's so fun okay what set this movie up for failure is that people keep going and thinking they're gonna see solo and they're not because man the recasting yeah like when alden ehrenreich did great as han it was fine I didn't go in expecting to see Harrison Ford from New Hope. I kind of did. Uh, like, going into it, like, at that point in time, I was expecting it, but I mean, like, for when I got, I had no issue with it. Like, you're never going to recognize him, so it's not like you're going to, like, oh, well, this no, character. obviously not. No, I know, and I'm not saying that you think that, but I think people went in expecting too much out of the poor guy, but he did a great job as what he did. The story's fine. Um, is Empress Ness my favorite villain? Is she in it too much? Fine, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think everything about it is just a fun movie. Like it's there's not I mean there's stakes involved in it, but it's not like it's just a fun Star Wars movie in my opinion. Like it's, it takes you to a part that you've never seen. No, and it's it's just like it's a good time. Like you just can turn it on and just have a good time. Yeah. And like I Yeah. Their anthology movies are, like, far better. Just, like, they're more enjoyable and they're more fun than, like, your main saga stories. Yeah. Just like, I have fun. a lot more fun watching... I have more fun watching these anthology movies than I do, like, with the other ones. Yeah. Like, when I sit down and watch those movies, I'm not like, oh, this is gonna be fun. I sit down and I'm like, how does this affect the Star Wars canon and how does this affect the lore? Like, I sit down and I think that. When it's the yeah. anthology stuff, I'm like, this is great. I can't wait to see, like, what they add to the game. Like, what they're just creating in this world. Yeah, they just add whatever onto whatever page. Well, they're just adding fresh stuff to it. So it's like, I mean, the Kessel Run was cool. I think it gets a little over the top. I think it gets a little overzealous where it's like, the, the yeah, the Maw's, like, coming out. It's like, all right, this is getting a little cheesy and dumb. But it's still a fun movie, dude. And it's fun. I, I People, like, oh, I need Solo 2. Some people don't want it. It's like... Then don't call it Solo. Call it Tales from Jabba's Palace or something. Like, have Han Solo be a supporting, like, a part of an ensemble cast. You have Danny Glover. You have Boba Fett. You have Han Solo. You have Grievous. You have IG. Well, they should make it a Disney Plus show. 
Exactly. Like, throw them all in together. Don't make it like a Han Solo show. Don't give it that expectation. Give it like Tales from Jabba the Hutt or the Underworlds. Like, just make it a fun show like that where people can tune in and have a blast. Well, they should structure it like and or two where it's like 12 episodes and like you do three episodes of like a story arc. So you do like three episodes of like this is like a heist, three episodes of this is a heist, and three episodes of this is a smuggling run or something. Like, yeah. You can do, you can make it interesting. You can make something like that fun because they have a great cast with Donald Glover, Alden Ehrenreich. I mean, if you want to bring back uh, Amelia Clark, potentially. Um, yeah, well, they left that, and, like, that was something I was not expecting to see. Like, he just pulled up, and, like, I was like, yo, I did not think that we'd see Darth Maul ever again. Yeah. So, and yeah, it's, like, fan service that he pulls out his lightsaber. I don't care. I love it. It's fun. It's Star Wars. Say it's Who cares? Ooh, he didn't even do that shit. Darth Maul, bro. Shut up. Yeah. How many other times do you see that? Um, I know. Cool. I'm gonna get so much fucking freaking heat for this or in fair arc and then how about i do mine before you say yours okay i got uh i have return of the jedi okay um we kind of talked a lot about it it's a fun ending of the story is it the most narratively inspired or intriguing no it's not is it a lot of fun it is does it have some really cool stuff in it it does that's it. It's a it's a good ending. She's Palpatine's awesome. The good guys win. What mo- how much more fun could you have in a Star Wars story? That's true. And we have Lando and Maul in the end. I'm gonna get some heat for my number nine. Is it New Hope again? Yeah, it is. Oh my god. Dude. I like New Hope. No, 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 no. Okay, but we're counting all of the shows as well, and I like. Know. This is really not un- – this is your enjoyability. Like, this is where it's projected. I'd, I'd be you. surprised if it even cracked into the top four for you. I'd question oh, your sanity. You're, you are gonna be, you're really going to be surprised. Oh, well, this is dumb, dude. You're an idiot. Um, you're an no, idiot. New, no, 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 no. A New Hope is great. I love it. But, like, I think from here on out, like, these are just, like, really strong Star Wars stories with yeah. the exception of one because I have my blinders on and I love it a ton because of when I saw it. But A New Hope, like – from here on out, the rest of these movies are, like, strong Star Wars stories, in my opinion. Are they strong movies? By no means at all. They definitely are not. But for the Star Wars world, I love them. A New Hope, though, this is no disrespect. This is, like, these are all A-tier Star Wars for me now. This is all A-tier Star Wars. Yes. I think Solo was B-tier. So, 9 through 1 is, like, A to S. But A New Hope, I love. I think it's a great story. I didn't grow up with it, so that's why it's a little low on my list. I think it's fun, though. I think the humor in this is the best Star Wars humor has had. That and Empire Strikes Back, I think those are, like, the two peak comedy Star Wars. Like, you can't really get better, like, jokes and just, like, fun, like, comedy out of it, in my opinion. Because, like, they're not even going out of their way to make a joke. Like, it just works its way in. Yeah. So, I think A New Hope, though... It's it's really good. I love it. I think it's fun that like they're like hiding around the Death Star, like trying to figure things out and everything. Just from start to finish, it's a great story. And this is nothing against it. I think it's great. No, it's not better than The Force Awakens. I mean, yes, it's better than The Force Awakens, but do I enjoy The Force Awakens more? Yes, I enjoy The Force Awakens more. 
because I think the story of Rey is more interesting than the story of Luke Skywalker, in my opinion. Because it's an inverse story of somebody who's waiting for their family to come home and their family doesn't love them versus some annoying kid who's like, I want to leave. bro. It's not her family didn't love her. Cal. You have to think and sit and when you're watching these movies, like, where is this character at at this point in time? I'm not sitting watching A New Hope like, Jesus, Luke sucks right now. Why doesn't he just, like, pull out his lightsaber and use the Force on Darth Vader and everybody else and just, like, clap them? You have to sit and think where the characters are at in the story. Like, you can't just sit there and be like, oh, an Attack of the Clones. Yeah, you can't sit in Attack of the Clones and be like, oh, jeez, why didn't Anakin just, like, Force choke everybody in the arena and, like, kill everyone? Well, because he's not there yet. His character hasn't gotten that far. Aye, aye, aye. All right, all right. So, like, I think where Rey's story picks up versus where Luke's story picks up in Force Awakens and A New Hope, I think Rey had a lot more mystery with her character, and there was a lot more building up to it that intrigued me. Yes, I know it doesn't pay out in The Last Jedi, and I know it doesn't pay out in The Rise of Skywalker, but from where The Force Awakens started, I was a lot more invested than I was in A New Hope. And I get I that the that a new hope. When we get to it, I'm not invested. Well, I mean, like the reason a new hope is so high up for you is because how older it is and what it means to like the story and how it kickstarts the franchise. This is the Iron Man of Star Wars. I said it. I'm sorry. It is. It's a great movie, but it's not the best in my opinion. No, it's not the best. Everybody knows it's the best, though. Yeah. Well, some people don't. Um, so you're on number eight, correct? Well, I said number, number nine. Okay, you said your nine was Return of the Jedi. Yeah, number eight. What's yours? Return I'm gonna get. Jedi. I'm gonna get hate for this too. Revenge of the Sith. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. I know I was gonna get hate for this. I know I, I was gonna get hate for this. Revenge of the Sith, bro. Again, these are not like I don't love these movies, but like I sit there and I think about it, and I'm like. Tales of the Jedi did more for Count Dooku than Revenge of the Sith ever did. And where it picked up with Count Dooku's character. Well, this is a, it's not Count Dooku's story, you doofus. It doesn't matter what it is. They picked up, they introduced well, him in Attack of the Jedi. He got a three episode arc in Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, he got like what? A whole like 35 minutes because that's like what it added up to? I don't understand Cal. how this is the linchpin of your argument. <laughs> when I'm sitting and watching these movies in a vacuum, and I see Revenge of the Sith, I'm like, wow, it ended with Count Dooku in Attack of the Clones. This was great. And then it picks up in Revenge of the Sith. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Maybe we'll get to see more about him. He dies in the first, like, 15 minutes. How does this affect Christopher Lee's legacy? Is this how you made your list? No, but I'm <laughs> sitting there thinking, like, I love Revenge of the Sith. It's great. But holy crap, there are some issues in it, and there is not very good dialogue. Okay, and I don't disagree with that. You're acting like I'm, like, sacrilege for freaking... I'm not, and I get it, but the fact that you're like, Count Dooku dies right away. It's like, okay, yes, he dies right away, but, like, Anakin's story, Obi-Wan's story, like, Palpatine, like, there's so much about this movie that I just love. And I think Tales of the Jedi is better than that. I think what it does being, like, Count Dooku stuff and how they, like, evolve upon the Force and where you see the the fall of Count Dooku in Tales of the Jedi is way more engaging to me than Anakin's fall in Revenge of the Sith. Anakin turns on a coin toss. Like, he's like, I 
hate everyone now because I didn't get a spot on the council. Yes, they flesh it out in the Clone Wars. I understand that. But I mean, like, for this movie itself, it's just not engaging, like, enough where it's like, why did you just, like, give up everything that you've worked so hard for for the past 20 years? I understand that Anakin was a slave and, like, obviously he's being second-guessed and doubted his whole career as a Jedi. But now I love a lot of parts of Revenge of the Sith. I think everything with Ian McDermott is amazing and everything with Ewan McGregor is amazing. Hayden Christensen gives an, an amazing performance. But, I mean, there's, like, a it goes from action scene to action scene. Like, there isn't, like, a whole lot of just, like, the, the sitting and talk opera house scene okay name another one name another one um them on the um laat gunship flying in and talking about the captain talking about anakin talking about palpatine that's like far from it like the only scene like about them sitting and talking is the opera hey, house scene stop there's one line in of dialogue in this movie okay i take it back there's two there's two anakin and obi-wan talking on mustafar that's it. That's yes. the only other scene. Okay. Another happy little moment. I rest my case. No, that's dumb. Okay, yeah, maybe Revenge of the Sith is a little low, but that's I, I'm not I'm not hating on you. The only spot it could go, it could, it could only go up one more spot in my opinion. It could only okay. go up one more spot. Okay. Fine. Whatever. I honestly bring up a lot of good points and it really shifts how i think on certain topics but um okay i'm just gonna read the book because i don't want to shit all over it because i hate it um i do too this isn't like i hate it's it, this is an a tier star wars movie i i really look i'm sorry but i get really freaking annoyed when people are like this is an s tier star wars movie and revenge of the sith is the greatest star wars movie i'm like I, I really love Revenge of the Sith because I grew up with it, and it's awesome. I love the fight scenes and everything in it, but it just really isn't, like, the best Star Wars movie, in my opinion. No, it's not, and I don't have it at the top. It's my uh, it's a little bit higher on this list for me. Um, okay. All right, all right, all right. You you do make a lot of good points, and it's not. No, you know what? I like where it is. Um, yeah, Tales of the Jedi. Half of it's, like, S-tier content. The other half of it's like B. I give it like B, B minus. B minus. Um, Count Dooku stuff's amazing. Ahsoka stuff we didn't need, but I enjoyed what I had. I would agree. Um, well, shoot! Now the way I'm looking at this, I mean, Tales of Jedi is like a little higher up still, but yeah, I know. Yeah. Number seven. I have Rogue One. I do too. Oh, okay, cool. I love Rogue One. It's but I have Rogue One over Revenge of the Sith, which, I mean, yeah, you could flip those two. I, you could maybe say Rogue seven One, and eight between those two. Revenge of the Sith is two. my number six. Um, I feel like those two are, like, equal in my opinion because I do love both of those movies. I love Revenge of the Sith more. I just I, – I do. Like, I love – I don't know if I love Revenge of the Sith because it's just – nobody can tell me otherwise. Okay, nobody here's what I'll say. The only, well, not the only thing, but one of the things that could launch Revenge of the Sith over Rogue One is because Revenge of the Sith has the best score out of all the Star Wars movies. Out of all the Star Wars movies, Revenge of the Sith has the best score, and it's, like, not even close. You mean, like, the opening of Revenge of the Sith? 
I, we talked about this last week. What did I say the best opening in all of Saw was? I have no idea. <laughs> but Revenge of the Sith is starstruck. Like the Battle of Coruscant is so cool. Oh, it's it's amazing. I love it. Um, but Rogue One. We're talking Rogue One. Rogue One is a great movie. It's like horrendously slept on. I think by a lot, and like people are coming around to it now, mm-hmm. like in Andor, but like Rogue One is. It's a great solid story. A tier in and of itself. Is there something I mean, that doesn't you work? Could, yeah, but you could make an argument. I mean, I know with the S tier, you don't get into S minus, but you could make an argument for S minus because it is like super cool at points in the story. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And yeah, they don't go in depth on a super like a ton of characters like. A bunch of side characters that are just kind of there for most of it, but I mean, I like the story of Jinner. So the opening of Rogue One—that's I think what you were talking about. The opening of Rogue One. The opening of Rogue One is freaking metal, dude. Yeah. Where they're pulling up to like the beach, like where they filmed in like Iceland or whatever. Yeah. That like the cinematography in Rogue One. I honestly think I might change my mind. I think parts of the cinematography in Rogue One are better than the Last Jedi. Like those were like tied. No, it is. It's it's better, in my opinion. and I, yeah, I just think, I think the rewatchability with Rogue One and with Andor, just like kind of like those two like playing into each other, it's great, man. And Ben Mendelsohn gives, he's like peak, he gives like the best performance out of like any Imperial officer, I think, because that's like what I imagine an Imperial officer being. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I think, I think Rogue One's a great movie. And fortunately, it's not my highest Disney Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah. Mine still has yet to be set. Mine's really high up on the list. I know what it is. Um, so I already said number six, Revenge of the Sith. Absolutely love it. My number six is Tales of the Jedi. That's fine. I think the Count Dooku stuff really just slams and slams the rest of Star Wars. I, okay, I will say my top, like, a lot of these things shift around my tier list. Yeah, I w- I'd say top nine, maybe with the New Hope, maybe. I I really need to rewatch some of this stuff. Dripping, it is dripping in the way for you. I'm sorry, I think it is dripping in the way for you. No, no, no. Okay, well, we'll time out. Uh, we'll, well, I'll find out when you tell me. But if you have it over Andor, I'll be kind of sad and not low key. But we'll get there. We'll, it's shut up. No, don't ruin the list for me. Come on, Cal. God, you're so dumb. Sometimes I don't want to know what your list is. Um. Tales of the Jedi, though, I think the Count Dooku stuff, like, the first episode with Count Dooku's character arc, where he's with young Qui-Gon, and um, the the senator's son gets uh, captured, and he's, like, with the bounty hunters, like, the, uh, like the captors, and he's talking with them about how the senator is just absolutely, like, taking advantage of the planet and its resources and the people that live there, and then the senator says to him like this was like still a month this was only a month ago that it came out and dooku drops like some of the coldest lines where he says the senator says to him he's like you're a jedi you're supposed to protect me he's like i protect the people i serve the people not you it was like something along those lines i think that's just like they really understood like what the jedi were supposed to be during the and during the ahsoka episodes they did as well but like during these three episodes it shined uh, like phenomenally so I think that's why it's so high up on my list is just because I think they didn't 
go into new subjects of Star Wars, but they went deeper and they expanded upon like already existing ideas and they like added new life to it. So I think it's I, I love it. Yeah. Number five. That was your number six. Uh yeah, what's your number five? Empire <laughs> oh, Strikes Back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know I we all know where it is. Um, I have the Mandalorian. Oh, okay, the Force Awakens. It finally showed up. Or was yours number 11? Wow. Yeah, I figured that would be the biggest discrepancy. Yeah. Do you want to talk Force Awakens for you? Where's, yeah, where's dude, Mando? Dude, oh my god. The Force Awakens. Holy god. The trailers going into it and they, like the excitement. Never been a better time to be a Star Wars fan. This that was like the best time. Thing. That was the best time to be a Star Wars fan. And that factors into a lot of the reason why the Force Awakens is so high up on my list because it was my new hope. This was my new hope. The Force Awakens, like, yes, I know it's not better than a new hope. I know it's like a redub of the original movie, but dude, I love this movie so much. I went into it earlier. I think the character of Rey is a lot more engaging than the character of Luke in this movie and like their respective movies, just episode four versus episode seven. I think her character is far more interesting in what it has to do. I think the story of Kylo Ren is interesting as well. Like, when they reveal, when you first watch it for the first time and they reveal, Snoke says that the Millennium, or the droid is in the hands of your father, Han Solo. I'm like, because nobody knew, going into this movie, I'm sorry, but going into it, like, there's theories like, is Luke the one that's under the mask of Kylo Ren? Who is he following? Who is the Snoke? Like, I sit and I think back a lot about the theories that people yeah. had going into the movie. That was a dude. time. Like, it was a great time to be a Star Wars fan during 2015, going into it. Like, the trailers and the X-Wings flying over the water. Yeah. I remember seeing the movie with Dad and um, when Han, Finn, and Chewie were captured on uh, Maz Kanata's palace. I don't remember what that planet's called. Takodana. Yeah, Takodana, that's what it is. Um, and the, the First Order troopers are, like, standing there, and they're saying that they have incoming, they have, like, uh, ships coming in, and, like, they didn't show the X-Wings yet. I remember leaning over to Dad and telling him it's the X-Wings, and they're flying across the water. So there's, like, a lot of stuff in this movie that I love. Like, there's, like, a lot of, like, nostalgia for this for me. I think and it's only been 10 years since this movie came out. Oh, okay. Pump the brakes. It's been five. Five. It came out in 2015, dummy. Oh, I thought it was 2017. Oh, crap. You're right. It's almost been 10 years. Oh, jeez Louise. So, I don't know. I just love parts of it. And I think, though, like, I'm not only going to sit here and talk about the good things. I think they picked up at a lackluster spot, though, with, like, they could have gone a little more into the politics of, like, where the galaxy was at at this point in time. I think it was a little, like, up in the air still, and they didn't know what they wanted to do with it yet. So I think they kind of pigeonholed themselves, like, making the resistance slash the rebellion still, like, some dirt cheap, like, backhole, um, what's the word? Uh, like, non-profit organization. <laughs> like, they made, like, the resistance, like, some dirt poor non-profit that, like, really just isn't what it should I'm have been. Just say something. The reason Force Awakens is so low on my list, I think, because I'm like, come on, I mean, come on, dude. I think where you like that was one of the cheesiest moments of all time. I think you could also say the Force Force Awakens is low too. This is oh, a response yeah. 
This is a response to the prequel trilogy. Yeah. They no, it's reactionary entirely. Oh, I thought you were just like, yeah, no, it's so reactionary, dude. People don't want to oh, hear yeah. anything about the prequels. Nobody, nobody wants to hear anything about politics. It's like, no. That's yeah. not what Jedi is about. Well, at that point in time, that's what we thought we wanted. That is what we thought we wanted because the way that they talked about the politics, I mean, the Clone Wars wasn't really as popular as it is now. So, because I don't think season six, maybe season six came out before the Force Awakens came out. I don't remember when season six came out, to be completely honest. I know season seven came out after. Um, but, yeah, no, this the Force Awakens was, because, I mean, they wanted to bring back, like, what Star Wars was. And that's why they redid A New Hope, because they're like, this is familiar. Everybody loves it. But, like, I have so many fond, I, like, the a lot of the reason why I have this movie so high up is because of all the fond memories that I have going with this, like, dude, they're showing, like, everybody's like, oh my god, is, like, the planet that was Starkiller Base, but, like, is that planet, like, opening up, and is there something coming out of it, and, like, there's just, when they revealed the shot of, uh, Han Solo on what was Starkiller Base, everyone's like, are they back on Hoth, like, what's going on, dude, like, the fan theories and everything that was going on with that was it was a ton of fun, but f- and even for what we got in the movie, I still think it was awesome as well. I think the jokes in the movie is fun, like when BB-8 gives Finn the thumbs up. I think that's Fire. yeah. Fire. I think it's awesome. I love Finn's story. I love Ray's story. I love Han's story, um, and I love the mystery with Luke as well, where it ends and like they she's handed out the lightsaber to Luke, and then it obviously gets fumbled in the Last Jedi, but. There's no more. I think honestly, I, I feel like my four through one now is just rock solid. But yeah, I that's agree. my that's my issue. That's my that's my thought of the Force Awakens. Hmm. I'm surprised you didn't go there first. I'm surprised it's. I mean, mine. Yeah, mine's only one spot higher. Okay, then we'll talk about this. This show is Star Wars is star wars it's everything it's a it's a fun weekly adventure it's got fun themes it's it's i want to kick you in the teeth for saying weekly adventure i've heard you say it like a hundred times like since Andor. i know but you've said it to mom and dad you've said it to me you said it yesterday when we recorded and you said it again today i've heard it so many times i'm like oh my god it's like when people say gritty that's how i feel welcome to my world who are you talking to that's saying gritty? That's how everybody describes me when they don't know what to use. Uses it's gritty. Like no, there's so oh, many gritty. other things. Oh gritty. Oh, I'm thinking like the dance gritty. Like hit the gritty. <laughs> I was like, what? Oh my god. <laughs> no, Mando is a great show. Um, it's so great, man. Like, I love. Like, again, we talk about like nostalgia. Like Friday nights with my friends, we're all turning on the Mandalorian. We're watching it. It's just like it's fun the theme hits it's so oh it's just oh i love the mandalorian mm-hmm. it's really good i think um the thing that really bums me out is that those two episodes of book of boba fett it makes me mad that if i want to watch them i have to go to boba fett to watch it instead of turn it on in the mandalorian like it's really like they really should just be in mando because like the night of a thousand tears should be those two episodes by all rights should be the opening of season three they just should it, be the opening of season, season three. three. It is season three. 
I wish I could just I wish I could just click and drag those into like the Mando season three folder and like that's just like where it starts because like those are some of like the best Mando content ever. But it's crazy yeah. how like the, our, our favorite episodes of the Mandalorian are in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, because that if those episodes, yeah. no, I was gonna say if those episodes were in, those would be top three episodes, with the exception of um like the last episode of season two. Yeah. I think the last episode of season two is like one of the best. Yeah, that one episode seven or chapter seven, um, and then the, the second, to third to last episode, third to last episode of season two where Boba Fett actually comes back, and Grogu Dude. gets captured. That's a that's great episode good. as well. That's like a that's great. That's real Boba Fett right there. That is, even episode three of season two is awesome. There are, like, honestly, the weakest episodes are in season one. It's the middle of season one. Yeah, it goes on that four-episode stretch where it's, like, not a ton is happening, but it was still fun, like, seeing, like, I mean, it was all those Grogu memes that were going around. Yeah, and, like, episode two of season two, the Ice Spider one. It was fun. fun. It's, it's there, fun. though. Grogu eating the little eggs is adorable. I loved it that people were getting mad about it, and they were like, he shouldn't be eating those. He's killing their species. It's like, bro, shut up. They're gonna lay more eggs. It's fine. Like he's a kid. It's like we eat chicken eggs. We like what? What eat chicken eggs? Oh, like eggs, eggs, eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking like a chicken breast, and I was like, where is the egg? Um, God, people are gonna listen to this and be like, this kid is dumb as rocks. <laughs> this kid is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> he has a new hope at number nine. <laughs> and he doesn't know his chicken eggs. Chicken eggs are, yeah, well, this is bad. This is a this bad should be a going clip out. Of. Yeah, no, I have a clip. <laughs> this is bad, dude. Oh, oh. God. Uh, no, Mando is great, though. I love. I mean, it. Okay, actually, the most slept on episode, in my opinion. Is the second episode of Mando, where oh, he's yeah. facing off against the Mudhorn, like that's a really slept on episode, dude. It is, and like the I love the sequence, and like the my head of him walking across the deck, the music playing in the background. It's just like and you just it's the silhouette of him and the silhouette of Grogu's little feet in the water, and it's like that is an iconic, like you talk about like iconic things with Beast Fight. That is an iconic scene mm-hmm mando changed star wars like the most out of anything because like it opened the door for streaming for not only star wars but for marvel as well oh, yes yeah Again, it like it Mando. busts the doors open hardcore yeah so season three i'm excited for but i also have my hesitations because i don't know what they're gonna do and i don't want it to like i think it'll be good i, I know it'll be good but i'm j- I'm, a, I'm a little nervous at points for it as well but yeah so Mando was my Mando. number four. I, I, I already know what your number four is. It's probably Andor. It is Andor. Mine's number three. All right. All right. Andor's so good, dude. Andor's awesome. It is so good. Best written Star Wars. Probably ever. Let's just be honest. Yeah, it's the best written Star Wars I ever. Sorry, Empire Strikes Back, but it's better written it's, than Empire. It, it, like, like, it's not sacrilegious to say. Like, it's true. 
like it's just like the way like the dialogue se- like sequences are set up like it assumes your entire audience it dives into the politics of star wars deeper than the prequels ever did and it yeah. is so interesting because like they actually flesh it out and like it not only assumes you're intelligent but it also like takes on like the story of like what the empire actually is doing and i love seeing the inner workings of like each of like respective like faction like the faction of the rebellion and the faction of the empire like i love seeing like what actually happens within them yeah like we, co- we covered it in the pod on the episode well we've also covered it for the last nine weeks so we've so if, you, if you haven't gathered what we think of it at that point then but i mean i can't speak enough about the eye episode and then um one way out those two episodes are just like prime prime star wars one way out is oh, it's heartbreaking and it's also like fist pump worthy yes it's great and even the last episode too rick's road is it's great everything about andor like it's episode two is really just like the one that's like this is a b tier episode like a b minus tier episode the rest is all a to s tier it's the consistently the best like star wars has ever best. been yeah like like if you don't ever went on that streak nope um, clone wars ever went on that streak you can't even like the this like trilogies there's always like one gaping hole in it i mean you could make the argument like the original trilogy is the one that could like compete against it because the rest are just like so rocky where it's like the original trilogy is like fairly consistent like through and through yeah it goes up 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 and down but a little bit but well i mean it starts at such a low point so yeah it does but the original trilogy (laughs) my number nine all right so i'm sure number three is probably the clone wars for you is indeed i can't believe you you're so dumb cal i will give it a i'm gonna give a this is my thesis argument that I would write if I were a uh, film major. The only thing that you could say is like the first like four seasons like can't really compete against it. I can't because like, okay, yeah, I guess the only thing that carries it is like the last three seasons, four seasons. Yes, like, and that's the truth. The Siege of Mandalore is the reason this is so high. The Umbara arc is the reason this is so high. The Mortis is the reason this is so high. Um, the box episodes with um obi-wan kenobi and cad bane is the reason this is so high ahsoka and so like again the clone wars they grew up with the clone wars is an achievement beyond anything else it started out so bad like it was really bad when it started but we loved it as we were kids but like we grew up with the kids who watched the show and it got consistently better yeah outside of the martinez brothers Martez. I don't know what their last name is, to be honest with you. It was so bad. I think it's Martez. I don't know. I don't care. I really could care less. I don't care. But, like, the Clone Wars is what it is. Yeah. Siege of Mandalore. I mean, if the Siege of Mandalore was a movie, it would be number one on my list. And I don't have any issues saying that. If it was, a, if it was like, a contained movie, it, I think it would be number one. I, yeah, I just love the Clone Wars so much. There's like five, there's like six, like 11 out of 10 episode arcs. 
like you name most of them. I think like the temple bombing one is one. Yeah. Like everything with Maul in the underworld and like the I I don't want to talk about the arcs because obviously those are great. The characters that it dives into it dives deeper into Anakin, which makes me feel more for him throughout. And it dives who I didn't expect more into Obi Wan. Like it really did a ton for Obi Wan as well in this because it talks about how Obi Wan like had. Obi-Wan had a love interest, and you never hear that at all in the in the movies. You never hear it. They didn't even talk about it in the Obi-Wan show, and we were hoping that they would. Yeah, that like, it would have been great. They should have, like, brought that up in the show. So, like, they bring in, like, I don't know, they flesh out characters in a way that, like, I didn't expect them to. And then the introduction of Ahsoka, who's, like, a top three Star Wars character. It's just... And then, like, you have other characters that you love as well. Captain Rex. I mean, how can you not love him? So, Mandela, yeah, Andrews. Uh, yeah, Fives is episode arc as well. Dude, like that's that. one as well. So like I don't know. That's just there's there's like six eleven. There's like six or seven like eleven out of ten episodes. Like ten out of ten episode arcs that just they're just really really good in my opinion. I I love the Clone Wars. All right, so let's hear number two. Where I didn't know what yours is. I already said my Clone Wars is my number two. We all know what our number one is. If A New Hope is number one, I'll be freaking mad. No. A New Hope is number two or number one? I, knew, I will tell I you knew, this. I know this, though. Stop. I knew you love it. Stop. A New Hope is a timeless movie. You can watch it at any point in human history, and the beats will remain the same. It changed cinema forever. I thought, like, watching A New Hope capture something inside of you that makes anybody feel like you. It introduces the most it's I love a new hope. I love a new hope. It is like I, wa- I again I said I watched it last night with my girlfriend. She it's her first time watching it. She was very interested when I was watching it. Watching like if you just cut out a new hope as its own movie, it, there's no greater Star Wars universe. Like they never did anything else. It could sit as one of the greatest movies of all time. It's so great, Top Gun 2 stole the last sequence of it. The Trench Run is literally the last scene, is literally, like, the top, the plot around Top Gun. I guess. It's, li- it's so great. I, l- I love A New Hope. I love, o- I love the introduction of Ben Kenobi. Luke Skywalker is fine when he gets in the air. I don't want, whatever. Princess Leia turns the whole damsel in distress on its head. Han Solo is what everybody, any kid wanted to be. They want to be that cool dude. He's flying the coolest shit. He's got an awesome best friend. He's cocky. He's got swag. He's awesome. Darth Vader, the most intimidating villain, movie villain ever made. I'm sorry, Sam. I forget your story. Darth Vader's the best. I'm sorry. Yeah, I can't really beat Vader. No, it's just, it's so good. I, I No, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. The, the sound, like the sound effects, the TIE fighter roar, the Millennium Falcon blasting out of Mos Eisley. It is like the best adventure film. It, like the only other adventure film you can maybe say is better than this is the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like adventure film indeed. So. The, um, the score of it is fantastic. Like the TIE fighters. Da, 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 like there is so many things you want to just sing along to. It's just, yeah. I rest my case. A New Hope is m- the second greatest Star Wars movie of all time. You know what I love about A New Hope? What? 
is when the movie picks up and like you see the Star Destroyer flying and it says Bush Cheney on the back of it. That was hilarious when they did that in Family Guy. <laughs> Who did Cleveland play? Which one was Lando. Cleveland? Was he Lando? Oh, I thought, no, he was R2. Oh, wait, Cleveland? Oh, yeah, that was... Wow, that was <laughs> so bad. Oh, that's just, I don't know. Yeah, no, that... Um, <laughs> Cleveland was... Yeah, Cleveland was... played Lando? played lando i remember cleveland that's a very family guy thing to do to have cleveland play r2 (laughs) probably (laughs) no a new hope is a great movie and like you said stuff that like i can't disagree with i think i mean it's just the reason it's so on my list is because i didn't like grow up with it like dad did but i mean i can't deny its greatness like i think a new hope objectively it's better than it's the second best movie objectively it is but this is my list, so like it's not that high up. I could not believe that we did it exactly the same way as that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's nice to know you're like 80 years old with it at number two, but we both have Empire Strikes Back at number one. I, it's the How best. Do you like it? Yeah, I don't know. I just think Empire is just so good. Empire, like is my it expands movie. upon so, it expands upon something that's already great. Like, it adds, like, more to the story. It's, yeah. Empire is just such a good movie. Empire is just great. I didn't even talk about the world building in New Hope. And, like, Empire takes it to a different level. Yeah, because it does so much more. I think the only thing that a New Hope does better with the world building is the cantina scene. Like, the cantina cantina scene is, like, something you had never seen before in, like, 1970. Like, Like, you don't get something like that where, like, that type of music, that type of vibe... So, but I think then, like, when people look back at it, like, Star Wars is unfortunately becoming similar, like, to, like, the MCU, and, like, it's becoming, like, more of, like, a corporate, like, a corporate, yeah, like, a corporate machine where it's, like, you can't look back at things like Blade Runner, oh, my God, and, like, think back to Blade Runner and, like, these certain things that happened in it or just these other things that happened, like, with older movies, so. I will say, I think that beginning of corp i guess like star wars kind of felt corporate it started in um return of the jedi like it was really they're doing this to sell toys they're doing this because we got to have a good happy ending star wars a new hope and empire strike back are like some of the most like auteur like creation like like what do i want to say most creative like original things ever like it was like this is someone's vision that they are putting on display Mm -hmm. like they are telling their story there's a part of that in Return of the Jedi too, but like a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, like I am on a story that someone is telling me. Yeah. But it's it's so great. You get Yoda being this great like this deep story of Peter Ryan and like Vader's death and Peter lying and like the story of Han Solo and Princess Leia is like this beautiful love story. My um, favorite line in like the movie, which I don't even know what it is, is um. Well, there's a lot of favorite lines, but I think, like, the when we were talking about, like, the humor, um, when Han says to Chewie, he's like, Chewie, take the professor to the back and plug him into the hyperdrive. No, so. I love when, like, we were watching the movie, we were watching with Dad at one point, and he was just like, he's like, stop, stop this. I have a baby boy. I have a baby boy. And Dad just cracks up laughing. <laughs> 
I love the line too where Han yells at him and he's like, Hurry up, Goldrod, you're gonna be a permanent yeah. resident. Yeah. It's hilarious. And yeah. we have the first fourth wall break. <laughs> Rigio oh. looks, he's like, How typical. And then just Han Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I never really think of that as like a fourth wall break because it doesn't feel no. like he's looking at the camera. But he is, I mean, like, though. he is looking, yeah, he is, but, like, I feel like he's not talking to the audience. I feel like he's just saying that out loud. Yeah, it feels like that. It's funny, but, like, yeah, this is where Darth Vader is just hanging yeah, this out. Is, this is what makes Darth Vader Darth Vader. Like, in A New Hope, he is, like, intimidating, but, I mean, this is, like, where he becomes, like, you, he's swinging his lightsaber like a MOFO in this. Yeah. So. And the fight on Bespin, like, he's popping out with his light, like, one of my favorite scenes in this Luke comes up into the um, Cardinals style like camp where the blue bubble the Jedi has gathered there for like generations it's like that's all you need because like then the fight is on yeah unlike Attack of the Clones we have like some rock throwing competition between Yoda and Dooku chucking rocks with the force at each other I know a guy who has a guy who's been like second to last on that team. Whoops. What an idiot. But if that's what you like, then that's what you like. That's fine. I, I can't. I, I can't say you're wrong. But if you don't have Empire Anger, then I'm gonna question your sanity. I told people like uh, when I was working at the pool this last summer, I told them Empire is my favorite, and they're like, "What are you like, 80 years old? How is it not Revenge of the Sith?" And I'm like. Is this what it's like now? (laughs) There's so many people that I talk to now that are like, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite Star Wars movie. And I'm like, damn, maybe like I'm part of the wrong like generation right now. (laughs) I mean, if there's one historical event I could witness, I I think it would be like watching those movies as a teenager. Yeah, obviously. You're talking about movies being corporate. The Phantom Menace was as well. The Phantom Menace was like, purely made to make toys the phantom menace was atrocious like you go back and you look at how many toys were made for the phantom menace oh my god so well that's our uh ranking of 20 star wars uh properties excluding resistance and rebels resistance probably would have been like bottom of the barrel if i ever watched it no offense to the animation crew obviously i'm sure they're listening but and then Rebels, I don't know, I thought Rebels would probably be, like, a little Bad Batch. Yeah. Like, the little yeah, I gotta keep watching it. I keep on overrunning. But I think I'm gonna rewatch Rogue One here, because I rewatched the trailer for Rogue One. Oh my god, dude, Rogue One is so good. It is. It, it's really good. Um, I still think I need to go see the new one. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that and I gotta because I rewatched the trailer for Rogue One, so I'll probably rewatch the trailer for the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi trailer probably is better, but I mean, I was more hyped because, like you talked about, everything in Force Awakens, all of that hype coming off of that movie of that's what they want going into Rebels. Yeah. Like, oh fuck, that's what you want. The Last Jedi has got to be like one of the coolest. It's probably like the coolest Star Wars ever. Oh, it is easily. Unfortunately, it failed. Did you ever um, hear the thing where they the Star Wars movie titles were in the wrong order? 
Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, okay, cool. You could do that. I, I, I didn't disagree with it. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, it's fine, but they're fine. They're just perfect together. They are, but I, I think it's fun. Like, I enjoy it. It's, like, it's the cool flip of, like, the, like, like the Rise of Skywalker should have been the Phantom Menace or something. Like, I was like, that's, I like that. That's, that'd be an interesting title for it. Yeah. Because the Rise of Skywalker title feels like a, I don't know, like, the Phantom Menace is such, I think the Phantom Menace is the most unique title out of all of the movies. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it just sounds so cool. The Phantom Menace. It's just, I, like, menace. Like, you never hear people use menace in, like, a sentence ever. Yeah, and, like, my favorite line out of it was when Palpatine turns and looks at the camera and Qui-Gon Jinn is like, it's me, I am the Phantom Menace. Yeah, same. But, yeah, that's our list. Um, I don't know, we don't have a ton going on for the rest of the year besides movie reviews. TV shows, we're, like, done now. We're done yeah. for the year with TV shows, so... We'll probably even have that. Yeah, we might like start going back, or we'll start reviewing maybe some more movies from the year. We'll see. Yeah. We want to watch everything ever all at once. We got to watch Avatar two. Um, we'll probably watch The Northman too. Maybe this is up in the air all in the, all in December. So. Yeah, Glass Onion as well. Are you guys still watching that? Yeah, well, you're watching it this week. I can't watch it because it's not playing in any theaters close by to me. Same here. Or at least within drivable distance for, like, my job, school, and then getting all that, like, situated, so. But, yeah, yeah. we got a lot still around. Avatar 2 is going to suck. You are such a hater. Avatar 2 is no, going to no, 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 no. Zoe Saldana was, like, she said, she was, like, if you liked the first Avatar movie, she's, like, you'll be excited for this one. She's, like, just wait for Avatar 3, because that's a lot better than this one. And I'm sitting there, like, damn. I was, like, you're not even excited for this one. <laughs> And the VFX for this dude, when I saw the VFX, like, for the trailer that played in Black Panther, I don't know, some of it didn't look that solid. Like, when they were out of the water, I was like, yikes. I think you're a hater. You said you wouldn't crap on VFX artists in VFX. No, you're right. I'm not going to. I'm crapping on, uh, who made the movie? James Cameron? The dude who spent 13 years, and he's like, if you'll go watch Ant-Man and the Wasp 6, but you won't watch my movie you're an idiot and it's like dude because nobody likes your dumb movies anyways you took 20 years to make them oh you made titanic oh good for you you made something off of a tragedy that already happened why don't you make another story off of another tra national tragedy see how well that goes over i think people forget i think people forget like people actually no i i i think people really forget and, like, I will say that I was victim to this. And this is going to sound, like, a little bad. But, like, when people say Titanic, you think of the movie, don't you? You don't think of the you don't think of the actual tragedy. Like, you're people not. actually died on that ship. Like, in a very bad way. Like, a lot of people died. And you're like, oh, yeah, Titanic. And you're like, oh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio's in that movie. Yeah. It's no. like, no, dude, that was a boat that crashed into a big iceberg. <laughs> like, yeah, people like, Jack, he couldn't get, Jack doesn't get to get, no, people actually froze to death in the ocean. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I'm not, like, trying to make, like, a joke out of it. Like, I'm sorry if you had somebody who passed away in the Titanic, but, like, just, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's yeah, I'm like. I'm sorry if your great-grandpa died on the Titanic, but. 
Yeah. But I mean, you can follow it up too. You know, you can follow up with. It's like it's it's now a cinematic universe called the Ed and Eddie Show. Yeah, no, literally. Why don't you start making more movies about that? So, <laughs> I don't care. It's like you made the Titanic. Who cares, dude? You made something off of something that already existed. So, um, and he his movies just aren't under three hours. So, no, they don't. Yeah, he did Terminator. Oh, did he? I didn't know yeah. that. I gotta watch. I okay, fine. Maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe he's not that bad then. But yeah, Avatar two. I can't wait for that movie to suck. I like really hope that movie is bad. I really hope you that are movie such is bad. a hater. It's gonna be awesome. But yeah, that's the rest of the year, and then we'll be gone for the last week. Um, so we'll get a best and worst of the year for twenty twenty two set up. So, surprise, the bad one will be number one. Surprise, the bad one will be number one. But, um, I guess, yeah, that's this week's Legionnaire. Um, our MCU rankings are just getting uploaded right now. Our Andor review, by the time you're listening, this is episode's already be out. So, but, I guess we'll see you guys uh, this next week with whatever topic we have planned. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you later.